Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. I'm Inessa. And we're going to begin by saying this will be a spoiler-rich environment today. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're going to have some yeah. spoilers. We're going, well, I mean, we don't have to, but we're... Uh, we high, because, virtual yeah. certainty that we will. We're going to talk about uh, X Men issue number one ninety six. I think something yeah. like that. We're also going to talk about the MCU, and why is that? We are going to talk about the MCU because we have just seen Spider Man. No way. Which Spider Man? No way home. Yeah. No way home. Right. That's what it was called. Yeah. No way home. Okay. And we've also finished um, sort of less, fewer spoilers. Uh, the Hawkeye series. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all of those things. Oh, we are going to talk. Well, probably. I yeah, mean, probably. Yeah, 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 we probably are. We okay, don't have good. to talk about them, but I think we should talk Definitely. about them. Because yeah, yeah, I want to talk about them. Yeah, We saw the movie like a couple hours ago, so right. let's talk about but it. But there will, even if I try to not give spoilers when I'm talking off the cuff, there's no way that I'm going to not give spoilers. We're going to spoil the shit yeah. out of this stuff. If, you're, yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to hear spoilers, yeah. you know, we'll tell you when we start talking about it. Yeah. And then we'll you know, let's, then stop let's listening. Do if say you're this, listening though, in the first place, which you probably aren't. What really. we should do... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it, somebody somebody who is going to be spoiled by... like They've already seen the shit. <laughs> yeah. But let's do say this. Though. Let's confine our spoilers to the MCU. You remember that one spoiler that I heard a couple of weeks ago? And we're not going to say what oh, popular boy. franchise yeah. it yep, was. Yep, yep, yep. All right. That was a bummer. The movie had been out. F- no, the movie was out this year. Yeah, no, the movie. That was a okay, terrible yeah, thing so, someone did to you. Uh, yeah, I'm, we don't need to dwell movie. on that. But we're, So we're going to confine spoilers <laughs> right. to the MCU. Right. We're going to confine spoilers to things that we have warned you we were about to spoil. Which is the you MCU. being nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. great. So with that, let's recap this episode i gotta put on my old man glasses so that i can see the uh four feet away to the issue recap and then i'm gonna zoom in on microsoft word (laughs) so you can make it really really big i'm gonna die in the middle of this episode (laughs) that's what's going to happen no hang on we we've not recorded since i got a a word from my doctor um (laughs) here's how you can tell here's how you can tell you're old here's how you can tell you're old my doctor says I have the carotid arteries of a 43-year-old, and that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, somebody's like, carotid arteries of a 43-year-old. Oh, my God. I'm, I got <laughs> to change. Gotta, I, have, pole I heard that. Up. like, Woo! all right, fuck yeah, man. It's like, I'm, I'm cheating death. I'm seven years ahead. <laughs> yeah, I am doing A-OK. So I've got the carotid arteries of a 43-year-old, but uh, the eyesight of Orville Redenbacher. A reference that it is as dated as I am. Yeah. I, sh- I don't know that Orville Redenbacher had particularly bad eyesight. He wore glasses yeah, and I mean, a bow tie. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he probably had bifocals. Sadly, so. you're not wearing a bow tie. Uh, nothing sad about that. I, I, I don't want to throw shit in bow ties. I'm just not a bow tie. Guy. Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, okay. All right. Issue 196. On the cover, once more with the gimp mask and the claws. We also get an 80s signifier via the, air quotes, punk outfits of several unconscious bodies. Opening the cover, we find that Professor X is surprised. Someone is planning to murder someone, and faster than you can say Francis Ford Coppola directed the conversation, we're not sure what's going to happen next. 
Also, apparently, you can smoke in a lecture hall in college 40 years ago. Oh, man. Probably even more those were than that. Those were the days. No, they weren't. <laughs> uh, Did everyone just smell like smoke all the time back then? They must have. So you could not smoke in college when I went, which would have been, you know, 90 to 94. No, you couldn't. Yeah. Like, like not in a, like in a lecture hall. But when <laughs> I was a kid, I wild. remember my mom smoking in the office where she worked. And everybody smoked there. And eventually they went to a non-smoking thing. Right. While people smoked, even if there were, right. like, you only need one smoker to make, like, to make stuff smell like smoke. square feet smell like smoke. So, uh... And just, did everything have, like, I a was... low-key pong of smoke all the time? So the then? what of smoke? Pong. A low-key pong? <laughs> yeah. Uh, got one of those in uh, Thailand. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, uh, 500 baht. <laughs> Ew. Okay. Um, it's a unit of currency. No, I know what it... I, I mean, I meant... Well, you said you. I didn't okay. mean you about the bots. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I was working in Munich before Munich did a smoking ban. They smoked a lot yeah, they smoked in a Munich. Lot um, and so I guess we must there, have there's, smelled like smoke all the time or not noticed it. Maybe not, but uh, and there was uh, one of the one of the people that I reported to for a while. Uh, she smoked. Yeah. You know, one of my old bosses yeah. there. She smoked. And... Like you knew that the meeting was going to go long when she grabs the ashtray, <laughs> puts it on the table <laughs> in her office. Like, all right, well, we're lighting up. You know, opens the window. It was so delightful her. when the bars there, well, the bars everywhere went. To boy, oh boy, that was so, Killian's. So nice. uh, you know, it was the downtown bar. It's like it's under. It's like down a flight of stairs. I went to that bar like more times than I'd care to think about. It was like you could. It was. It was so foggy yeah, in there and i would come out of there just just stinging like death yeah, it's like oh it's right. not gonna seem like a bar no it still seemed like a bar it was delightful to be able to go out to a bar and not come home smell agreed smoke. yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Agreed. all right also apparently you can smoke in a lecture hall in college 40 years ago meanwhile in africa araro gets shot the physical violence isn't the only sort of dehumanization she endures the fox news host hunter also refers to her as a savage and leaves her to die Who's the savage, really? <laughs> Not the last reference to horrifying racism that we'll get in this issue. Back in New York, the X-Men are hanging out in a deli where a wee old woman is eyeing the cold cuts. And look who else is there. It's their old frenemy, Magneto, along with a blink-and-you'll-miss-it appearance from Lee Forster. Mm -hmm. the, waiter, uh, the waiter makes a positive comment about Nimrod, little realizing that he's serving a table full of mutants. It's an awkward mix-up of this issue's theme, prejudice, and table setting for two different tables. Magneto continues to get declawed in the pages of the X-Men, and we need to tie in the Beyonder, who's having a not-all-that-adorable E.T.-slash-Starman exchange in which he doesn't understand what food or manners are. Rachel chats with him, but when Kitty approaches her, the Beyonder goes snuffleupagus, and it disappears. Speaking of the Beyonder, Nightcrawler wonders whether the Beyonder is actually God. Follow-up question, if the Beyonder is God, then why is God such a dick? <laughs> okay, that played well. Yeah. Right, thank you. It's <laughs> more than it deserves, but I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, okay. In New York, the baddies set a booby trap in which... In, oh, in New York, the baddies set a booby trap in what we presume is Xavier's office. Nearby, Rogue and Rachel break up a mugging, but the victim would rather have been mugged than saved by mutants. Right. No good deed. <laughs> Kitty and Wolverine are hanging out in front of the library. 
Kitty tries a cigar and decides she doesn't like it. Having done that, she checks out the next set of suspects on Xavier's list. She stumbles upon the plotters and tries to play it off all casual, like by eating pizza. They're not fooled, and a tense exchange ensues. Kitty says a word which wouldn't be seen in print if the comic were to be published today. She gets chloroformed shortly thereafter. I'm unable to think of a smooth way to transition into the next scene where Rachel, Xavier, and Magneto are entering the professor's office. The Beyonder is there, but only Rachel sees him. She does some telepathic shit, which sets off the trap to the trap set for Xavier. The rest of the X-Men race towards the source of the explosion. Bad Dude wants to kill Kitty. Rachel is in her gimp costume for some reason. She stops Kitty from being killed, and then she tries to kill Bad Dude, but Magneto stops her from doing that. Talking and moralizing ensues. Words, Beyonder, and that's mostly it. <laughs> what was the, what was the, uh, was the Trump thing? Like a, a camera, TV, man, woman? No, I, I don't remember. Uh, you're not missing anything yeah, if you don't remember know. that. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, words, Beyonder. <laughs> yeah, so all it. the Beyonder stuff was kind of lost on me because I, I haven't read um, the the forever wars yep. the intermediate wars the forever wars calls, what was it called the intermediate the, wars <laughs> I like that i like those we're, the, uh, we're gonna get to the third act of these yeah. wars later yeah. but uh, for right now it's yeah. it's table we need to do the empire strikes back portion of these wars yeah. the uh franchise expansion wars i can't remember what the, the thing was called. the secret wars the secret wars the secret wars. The why, are, war. why are they secret if everybody knows about yeah. them? <laughs> yeah. the forever war was the thing with uh chris pratt right that's, I think, the Tomorrow War. The Tomorrow War. The Forever War is Forever actually War is a, a story thing. that we're going to write together. No, I think it's already it's been It's going to be awesome. Uh, okay. Joe Haldeman might have done that. Mm-hmm. Um, i got to look it up. Right. I think it's an old school science. All right, so what do we think of this issue? Yeah, so I liked... I didn't care either about or for the Beyonder. Like, yeah. I was not interested in the character. He didn't annoying as fuck. It was kind of an annoying... Yeah, all yeah. the dialogue was annoying, and so I wasn't that interested in it. Um, I always like to see Magneto. And not just because he's Jewish. <laughs> oh, I think you better say because he's a silver fox. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> that too. Wow, he's he's the total package. I mean, he really, is. he's well preserved, mature, and Jewish, and uh, yeah. and you know a little bit evil. You know, mm-hmm. a little, little little whiff of yeah, danger. Complicated. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I so I was happy to see him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I always like the stuff about them. You know, people sort of being anti anti mutant. Yeah. Uh, that storyline is always interesting to me. So I enjoyed that. And having said that, I only read this really, really late last night. So okay. even as you were reading the recap, I was like, oh, yeah, that did yeah. happen. I um, I read this like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then I was as I was doing the recap, um, I was kind of coming back to it. And when, when I read it a couple of weeks ago, I was all right with it. As I was doing the recap with it, I found myself getting really disillusioned with it. Mm. The anti-mutant stuff... Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's a little bit heavy-handed. Yeah, no, it's definitely heavy-handed. Yeah. Well, not always. Yeah. No, this, yeah. Yeah, I and agree. when this, it gets heavy-handed, heavy-handed. Uh, and that I remember that when I was a kid, uh, it, it, when it got heavy-handed, I'm like, Ugh. if I wanted to watch an episode of Different Strokes, I would just, <laughs> I would just turn that on. Yeah. Um, which is not to say that I don't. I'll say it again, just in case, so that we're clear. Uh, I want that to happen thematically. Yeah, the, yeah. the idea of, of the X-Men being uh, a home for outcasts and uh, the sort of good news, bad news of that. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got a place to stay. Bad news is it's going to be a struggle. You're, you're you know, a pariah. It's, yeah, it's a shared struggle, <laughs> but but we're going to do that. 
Um, tying it into racism, uh, they do that a few times. Mm-hmm. It, it's something, th- not just uh, Kitty using the N-word. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 let me try this again. Um, it's hard for me, virtually impossible for me, to disentangle that from a lot of the moralizing that was happening on, like, well, yeah, different strokes. Right, at that time. Yeah. You know, we got an earful of that. Mm-hmm. And but well, I, 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 I could go on, like, I could ramble like, on, but I want to... I I racism is bad, that's what you mean? Yeah. 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 So, what was it? So, as I was reading this and I got to that part, I actually, like made a noise (laughs) with my face i was just like (gasps) you know i had like a little involuntary gasp because it's been so long since i've seen that you know that that word written out yeah um and i don't like now that would never be no couldn't they could never ever ever have have written that and and then i started thinking like I don't know. Is that a good thing? Like, is it a good thing that that word cannot appear even in a very negative context in print? I mean, in some ways it is, but at at the same time, it feels like that word has a lot more power now than it did back then in a way that maybe doesn't 100% feel like progress. I don't know. So you're going to tell me that I'm wrong. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. You look like you were getting ready to tell me that I was wrong. I might I'm be going wrong. to I might tell be wrong. you. I'm going wrong. to tell you yeah. that I disagree. Yeah. This is subjective, so I might be. I'm like I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. Yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I was just. It was just something that I was thinking about. Like, is it a sure. good thing that a word has that kind of like? Obviously, it's a terrible word. Yeah. I would never use it. I would never condone anyone using it. But it not even being able to be repeated as an example of a bad word. Right. So. So couple of thoughts. Um, number one, the idea that uh, removing the word gives it more power. Like That's the Dick Gregory school of thought. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh, man, you've missed out. He's a comedian. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started the show by saying that I'm old, right? <laughs> he was popular in the late... Si- he was popular in the late 60s before I was even born. Right. So, I mean, it's not shocking that you wouldn't know who it is. But yeah, um, comedian, African American comedian, and he's like, like, yeah, I'm going to use that word all the time, right. so that I will take its power uh, away. That's one school of thought. I should have start, what I had meant to do starting all this off is by saying, me in 2021, having lived, you know, these almost 50 years on the planet, oh, oh these many, it, but in only terms, 43 years for your carotid arteries. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> my carotid arteries are, are like in dog years. <laughs> Uh, or the opposite of the turtle years. Yeah. But um, I, I, I meant to preface this by saying that that um, in terms of, of where we are with that, I want to make it clear, I'm not sure that I get a vote. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, that, with that understood, um, I'm pleased that nobody's using it for shock value, that nobody's using mm. it... Um, as a cheap signifier for uh, for a character's mindset, I'm also pleased when people don't try to change the appearance of that word in something like Huck, something Huck Finn, right. or yeah. like if somebody wants to censor Richard Pryor, because Richard Pryor is going to use that word a, a lot, lot, a lot, right? Yeah. Um, where I'm not maybe comfortable with it is 
uh, like Quentin Tarantino just using that word all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I would never, yeah. I would never use that word. And if I was a creative yeah. person, I would never. Yeah use that word in my in my art because it doesn't feel like it's my word the way that i could maybe use the word kike for Oof, example you know? okay yeah, um, yeah you know me i i i get cracker that's all that i yeah, get yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay but, <laughs> yeah i know oh how i've suffered yeah yeah but i feel like you know i feel like some it, it feels like it's at a place where you can't even say the word to like you can't say it even as an example of a word that you can't say which is yeah that seems a little bit I don't know. I can't think of any specific examples, but I feel like you can't like that starts to feel a little bit like, well, that's just why. Like, yeah, Um, here's what I think I'm hearing you say is um, kind of kind of twofold. Number one is we are censoring ourselves. We're not saying it. Right. And just to be clear, we're recording this when we're putting on the Internet. There's no goddamn way I'm going to say it. No, no, God, I would never say (laughs) that. But uh, then we're not sure whether we're being polite or our speech is being kind of policed. That might be right. Yeah. Now, I mean, I think I'm just going to polite, but I I know that there are instances in which exactly. Yeah. I mean, and it can be and it can be a little bit of both. The other element there that I that that I think I'm hearing from you and by the way, corroborate Mm -hmm. what I'm saying here. Um, is that there's an element of saying you-know-who instead of Voldemort. When we say the N-word, Norwegian? No. <laughs> like, we, we know. So, really, what is the point right. of, of of that kind of substitution? Right, right, right. yeah. Uh, that it is like, like oh, you-know-who. Like, just, just call him Voldemort. Right, right. Uh, that there is an element of that. Yeah. So, I understand um, the... Reality for me is I don't have to deal with this word on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I don't have to deal with the negative consequences of the legacy of this word. So me not using it, it's not even a price to pay. No, no. I mean, for yeah, <laughs> that's an easy. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, just, and, it's and, and easy for me not to say kai. If I if I zero in, yeah, okay. So like if I zero in on just that one word, then I don't need to worry about political correctness. The, the negative kind of kind of scope creep in any potential negative mm-hmm. scope creep political credits or, or feeling like I'm censored. For me, it's like, this is an easy one. Yeah, this is not using that word. And, and I'm I not agree. suggesting that, that, that you're like chomping at the bit. No, no, to, to I'm, say not, it. I'm not chomping at the I know that you're not. It. I'm not chomping at the bit. Yeah, 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 but yeah, the, yeah. Sort of, the sort of Voldemort nature of what that yeah, word has become, yeah. it feels a little bit, I don't want to say silly because it's not for me sure. to say whether it's silly, exactly. but it feels a little yeah. bit like... Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, sure. it feels a little bit. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what the what, what's the word I'm reaching for. Not what? wrong. Not silly. Not uh, not even performative. What is yeah, it I don't even know like what the yeah. single word is. Yeah. I mean, you, you just heard me like ramble for slightly three minutes. unnecessary. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, that's the word that I'm looking overkill. For. Maybe overkill. Okay. Yeah. Maybe okay. The, the the Voldemort nature of that one. Particular, yeah. You know, there's still loads of you know other bad words that people can say oh, yeah. but like and the Voldemort we, nature of that word you know maybe yeah. a small handful sure. of other words yeah I, I wish um, I could pretend that I'm a better person than this but I, I know lots of other words yeah. there um, <laughs> yeah and I wish that I could tell you that I have never heard a member of my family or people that I know say that word and I said nothing yeah. 
Oh yeah, I'm sure yeah. that you have. I mean, one of the like, I, I mean, actually, I'll give you, I'll give you an example yeah. of this. I was at my great grandfather's house, and, and to be fair, I was like nine. Yeah, you weren't gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so a great uncle of mine. We're watching basketball, watching college basketball, and let's be clear here because important bit of context here, because you say basketball, and you know exactly how I'm going to connect these dots. But there's an important intermediate step. Kentuckians love basketball. Mm-hmm. They watch that shit all the time, and there was a moment. So we're watching basketball. And the players are, unsurprisingly, <laughs> you know, mostly not white. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this <laughs> uncle of mine says, like, a lot of N-word. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa, yeah. Now, what was weird for me is, like, it was uncomfortable to see a member of my family say that. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen different stories. And I knew, like, hey, you're not supposed to say that yeah, shit. That's not the preferred nomenclature. But, uncle also, Bob, but, yeah. but also, it's like, like, the cognitive dissonance of, Y'all really love basketball, but the players, for, for this one individual, mm-hmm. not all, and, and let me be clear, he's an outlier yeah, yeah, in my yeah, family. Yeah, my family's for, pretty, yeah. pretty, uh, you know, I, I think pretty, pretty open minded, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty progressive. But I was just like, like, how, how do you like really love the game and watching it, but you, you, you think that way mm-hmm. about, about the people playing it? That was just really weird to mm-hmm. me. Uh, it's, it's actually it's like the opening scene in uh, One Night in Miami with uh, Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that's funny. That's what I was. I remembered that scene the other day, and yeah. I was. It, in my, that's fucked up. I couldn't remember. Wh- I remembered the that the the crux of it. That sort of yeah. awkward moment when when he yeah. There's says the that. word again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but somehow because I'm. You know, I have the brain of a 98-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could not remember. That's what it was. It was One Night in Miami. I couldn't remember what yeah. the movie or the show right, or yeah, whatever it's, it's very is different that, that from, was in. Yeah, from the rest of From the, the rest of the film, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it's crazy. Watching that, uh, oh, actually, we're spoiling One Night in Miami for people that haven't well, seen it. Well, we're not. Just that they use the N-word in One Night well, in but, Miami. Well, but, but like the opening scene, like you don't see it coming. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. fair. And, and, so, and, and there's, there, there's that sort of like... Um, punchline is not that you know the the, the you know Whatever the negative punchline the is. ironic <laughs> twist at the end of that scene uh, but i saw that and like totally plausible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yep. wish i could say that yep. it weren't but yeah, yeah, it's totally sure. plausible all right how much time have we even all right uh, so let's actually not actually not that no, long i think we're fine well it's we've gosh time is uh moving slowly for yep. us so i thought this issue in the end was uh you know fine uh, maybe not of not a favorite. I was very happy to see Storm. And has time changed <laughs> since you just look so confused? What is that? Why does that say eight minutes and 48 seconds? What have I done? I think we've been longer in here than eight minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah, I don't know not. what that is. No, no, no. Uh, we've been about nine minutes. Okay. But but you're correct in that I need to stop staring at this thing. Yeah. Um, I was very happy to see Storm and some of her. No, no. We've been doing it this for like 20 minutes. That's so what's why does going. it say eight minutes and... I have a fucking clue. <laughs> All right, uh, this hopefully this recording is not totally bollocks. I'm like, there's no way that was only eight minutes. No, okay, cool. Minutes. Time does fly when we're together, but uh, it sure know. does. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm I'm sorry. No, no, I was I I, I, this, I, I, I ignored the last yeah, thirty whatever. seconds of what you just said. This issue was sort of uh, interesting, but maybe yeah. not super super essential. I was happy to see yeah. Magneto. I was delighted to see Storm in her yeah. like cool uh, head wrap. It reminded <laughs> me of like her. Like yeah, the early, early, my, early my 80s early, stuff. early yeah. times. Watch uh, reading this and her like amazing costumes. Um, yeah, yeah. It was delightful to see her storm the fashionista. Yeah, it's yeah. great to have her back. <laughs> yeah, because now the fashions are all pretty uniformly 
horrible. Way on the shoulders. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. The shoulders, like yeah. the weird jumpsuits. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, bad yeah. things it's, on, it's pretty on the ladies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad, bad times for when, fashion. I got to tell you, if you told me like 1980 would have been loads better sartorially yeah. than like 1985, I wouldn't have believed huh. you. But I think it's pretty clear because uh, the 70s were garbage, yeah. man. But I think they... I think they closed well. Disco and 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 gold chains on men notwithstanding. Mm-hmm. I think there's some good shit there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was I. I was curious to see where they go with the Magneto storyline. Uh, I am too because yeah. I've not read the next few issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Hawkeye. Do we want to talk Hawkeye or Spider Man? Mm-hmm. Whatever you want. Let's talk Spider-Man, because okay. it's a little bit fresher. Okay, so we are going to talk about Spider-Man, which means that you will learn things about what happened in the most recent Spider-Man movie that you may not want to know. That okay. is called a spoiler, yeah. and we are going to spoiler yeah. this movie. Okay, so... Uh, Spoilers. Spider-Man dies. No, Spider-Man does not die. Spider-Man kills someone. Maybe only Kills Mary Jane. I'm kills sure MJ. he... He must kill people accidentally all the time when he all the time smashes <laughs> yeah. things up, right? There's like uh, yeah, that's one of those one of those uh, suspension of disbelief that we um, kind of require for comics. Well, um, I wanted to talk about Spider Man, but what do I have to say about it? Suddenly, I don't have anything. They had a whole thing about it. They had a whole movie about it about people accidentally about the Avengers accidentally killing people in Zenobia no, <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you like the movie? I did. What did you like about it? <laughs> I feel like I'm in ninth grade English <laughs> or something like that. This yeah. summer, I saw a movie. I liked the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite thing um, about the movie was... I, I, I'm not sure. You start, because okay. I, I think I think I'll react rather than uh, rather than create about this thing. I thought that I had a bunch of thoughts, but I'm finding that I don't. Okay, so I liked the movie. Yeah. I wasn't sure that I was going to. Yeah. Because at the beginning, when they had the sort of setup, like the, the, the scene that was obviously going to become the scene where they yeah. create the you know where we sort of start to have mm-hmm. like the the conflict or the problem um seemed a little silly right like he wants to get into mit, MIT. he goes to Stephen strange beyond, beyond that though like everybody hates him everybody hates him yeah so yeah. you'd like that he's to go being, away as he's well. being shunned yeah uh he wants to get into MIT. Everybody hates him. And he goes to Stephen Strange, who I guess if I had gone through something like that with someone, I'd like hang out with them all the time. But maybe they don't see each other all that often. Um, and and they kind of talk about different magical, like he wants uh, him to turn back time. Strange yeah. says that he can't do it. Right. And then, but then, no way, I could just wipe everyone on Earth's memory of you easy peasy. Yeah. And he's like, well, wait, hold on. You know, and like that whole where he's like, well, MJ and oh, actually also Ned and my aunt and, you know, that whole setup seemed a little bit... Was um, a little bit three's company. Yeah, seemed a little yeah. bit silly. Yeah. Um, and so I wasn't sure that, they're, that they were going to be able to, like, pay that off. That there would be, like, yeah. a satisfying progression then. But actually, there there was. So that scene, I, I agree with you that it was a scene that felt like it was serving the plot rather than mm-hmm. being something natural. Having said that, Doctor Strange trying to do the thing that Peter Parker asked him to do and keep continually being interrupted by Peter Parker while he's trying to do the thing, I, I did feel kind of seen there. <laughs> Where he's just like, look, 
I'm trying to help you. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Uh, that was, that was uh, whatever. That's just me making a, a yeah. cheap joke. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, I thought that then it was going to, because sometimes those movies do go a little bit into like a humorous, you know, like even that part. There was like, it's trying to be funny. Um, but then, you know, it has yeah. sort of a serious... Uh, it and obviously apart from the the death of a major yeah. character, um, yeah. you know it ends in in kind of a serious way. You know Peter Parker sort of grows up a lot and and now he's alone. He's yeah. like alone again, but now he doesn't even have his aunt or friends. Yeah. He's just really like this vigilante type or you know whatever friendly neighborhood yeah. Spider Man yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and he's really by himself and that's sad. Uh, it is. Yeah, you know it's funny. Um, gosh, I don't want to talk myself out of uh, having having enjoyed the film. The stuff that I liked about it was the... Most of the stuff that I liked about it was the stuff that didn't carry all that much weight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Alfred Molina... We talked about this in the car on the yeah. way home. Uh, Alfred Molina was amazing. Yeah, the uh, As was Willem Dafoe. Yeah. It was just really just a treat to watch that. Also, the way that uh, Doc Ock moves... Just like, so... Th- the way that it looks <laughs> with with like the uh, the arms and, and Molina just kind of floating in air mm-hmm. is just really fucking cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We haven't seen that since Spider-Man 2, and I enjoyed watching that, mm-hmm. especially with CGI having, yeah, having gotten effects, loads better. Yeah. Um, and I was delighted to see uh, Tobey Maguire again. Um, you didn't need to know this, but Andrew Garfield having like low self-esteem is a nice kind of like meta comment about how mm-hmm. his pair of Spider-Man movies people will little note nor long remember. <laughs> you know, God bless him. He must him. have been happy to get that call too. Yeah, uh, he probably. Yeah, because yeah, he's like, oh my god. I mean, like every nerd on earth, they and film critic uh, hates me, but yeah. look, man. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> you know, you. you you get offered the job to play Spider-Man, yeah. and you you tell me that you turn it down. Yeah, I thought it was a very um, clever way to tie all the different sort of Spider-Mans yeah. Spider-Man together. And, <laughs> yeah, um, there was a, a, when when they're all in the high school science lab, which is apparently very well provisioned <laughs> because they had enough all the chemicals to let you make TNT. Yeah. They had yeah. The, all that shit. Let you make like all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, had to. Yeah, there was very a well meaningful stocked. suspension of disbelief required in that yeah, scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Making the magic the, solutions. Yeah. When each Spider-Man is talking to each other, and there was several, uh, there were several moments like that. It was very interesting to me because um, one of the things that comics do when heroes have a dual identity is there's this tension between. The, the identities and the question of like, well, who's the real person? Mm-hmm. And having these three people in different universes, like, well, we're all kind of the same. We're all so different. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, who, who am I really? Right, right. Uh, th- that was, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't describe it any more intelligently than by saying that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, 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 the stuff that I liked about this movie, I, I like, in the way that it's describing why I liked it in the way that a 12 year old would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the movie yeah, was, that was fun for me. A big part of it was like, it was just fun to watch. Yes. You know, I didn't find myself yeah, wondering how much, you know, I sort of having those little, yeah. which is like a big thing for me, like having those little creeping in thoughts of like, okay, 
how many other things have to happen before like I'm enjoying before, this, but sure, how many yeah, other yeah, things have yeah. to happen before the movie's over? Um the time kind of flew by. I thought yeah. it was well paced. Yeah. Um I Agreed. loved seeing Matt Murdock and that, you know. Oh, awesome. Made me I, that was a, I didn't did you know that he was gonna be in that? I did not know that I he was didn't be in that. I wanna yeah. say maybe I'd seen that, but no, the seeing Charlie Cox there was just such a pleasant surprise. Yeah, that was delightful. Because he's amazing, yeah. and God damn it, put him in more of the yeah, movies. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be everyone, all of the Avengers. Oh, hell yeah. Lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I do have to agree with our son who was talking in the car about how he doesn't necessarily love like the, the multiverse, multi-timeline yeah. thing. Um, Agreed. It's not my favorite. I think it yeah. just leads to a lot of like confusion and also always gives kind of a an easy way out for yep. things. Um, so I don't necessarily want them to do loads more with that, but I yeah. think they're probably going to. Yeah, I think I think yeah. you're right. We're 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 just about uh, at the far reaches of we're already beyond what tropes can we continue to avoid. Yeah. We've done time travel. Yeah, we've got multiverses. Yeah, uh, we haven't cloned anyone yet. Mm. Speaking of spider, but there's a whole big thing in Spider-Man about, about the Spider-Man being a clone. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Spider-Man gets cloned at some point. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so, so we're at the edge of, you know, what tropes we can, uh, we can avoid. And also like what shit from the comics mm. we can, and other movies, mm-hmm. because this is <laughs> a nod to previous Spider-Man movies. It's also very similar to Spider-Man Into the Spideyverse. Right, right. Yeah, that was the other thing that I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was like, haven't yeah. we a little bit kind of made this movie already? Yeah, yeah. so it, w- it was a lot of fun um, uh, on my on my five-star rating. I'd give it a three and a half out yeah. of five. Yeah. I'd, give it a th- I'd give it a four, just because it was That's fun cool. to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm a tough critic. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But yeah, go see, go see Spider-Man. Definitely uh, worth your time. Put on, put on your mask, get some milk duds. Yeah. And I, uh, I got to be honest, I was, I was just thrilled and delighted that the four of us could go into a mm-hmm. movie theater and see one of these movies again. We've seen, you know, we, there's three movies that we've missed in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, two out of the three we've seen. Yeah. yeah. The kids always enjoy it. And uh, our daughter cried all through the last half oh, hour of God that movie. Her. Yeah. I was weirdly affected by that, too. I, th- I think I, I was just thinking, I mean, you know, if, if I were if I were Spider-Man and, and like I was talking to you and I'm saying, like, like you're going to forget yeah. me. Like, I'm, yeah, I started crying. Yeah. About, about that. Yeah. I said that to her as she was crying. I said, if, yeah. if you know, if you were a superhero and, and yeah. my memory was wiped and I didn't remember, you know, then I would still remember you. And she was like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I was like, yes, I would. <laughs> no, no, your, your daughter is correct. Um, you're missing the entire premise. I still remember. Right. No. <laughs> No, but more significantly, the person who's making that decision, making that sacrifice, presumes that you won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but all that's that why was, that's very touching when yeah. he goes back into the cafe, and you know, but like not not too overawed. I mean, it was no, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was um, it, it was on the right side of maudlin, uh, unquestionably. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can like at first you you feel like he's gonna, you know ask her out or he's gonna come to that cafe all the time and you know whatever but then he you know she moves her hair and he sees that she's got a cut on her head and you almost sort of see him decide that he's just gonna leave it because he doesn't want her to get hurt yeah 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 and that was you know sad now i feel sad talking about it all i didn't actually feel that sad watching it yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> let's talk about hawkeye let's talk about hawkeye yeah yeah, yeah. We, we, we got plenty of time to talk about hawkeye 
Uh, I enjoyed Hawkeye. I loved Hawkeye. That was great. Yep. And if anyone thinks that Hawkeye wasn't the best of the Disney series on... And they can um, fuck straight they off. Can, they can fight me. They'll probably kick your ass. And then, really, what have we what have we, learned? What have <laughs> they we proven? Kick my ass. Okay, uh, maybe not all of them, but Most um, of them, yeah. yeah, yeah, quite a few of them could. Um, the people who would pick a fight at you <laughs> with you about WandaVision v Hawkeye. WandaVision, <laughs> yeah, that. WandaVision yeah. was cool. Like it had, it was a cool premise, but yeah. in the end, it was like we're about to spoil WandaVision. <laughs> if you haven't yeah. seen it, yeah. <laughs> stop listening now. Yeah. yeah, it was like my biggest gripe with WandaVision. It was like, is the, you know, they set it up to be like. It seems like it's just her grief, and she's creating this fake world, but really there must be something else. But then at the end it's like, oh no, it is just her grief, and she's creating this fake world, and there's also this fucking weird random witch who's kind of also just there fucking yeah. with stuff. But I, I didn't get the same take on it on your first thing. I, I think that um, my gripe with it is... Your gripe is different. Yeah, I've got a yeah. different gripe. Right, we don't need to re yeah. relitigate that. Um, what 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 is it? So we've got uh, one division, one division. Um, uh, Falcon Order Soldier, Falcon Order Soldier, What If Loki, Loki, and then this. What If, and then this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is there um, more? Is there more coming up? Are you fucking kidding me? Disney, of course there leave is. It. <laughs> Ugh. Leave it. Leave no, it. No, they're not going to leave it. Um, what else is coming up? I am kind of curious because uh, we're already at the saturation point mm -hmm. for uh, for the MCU. Um, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to know when the crest of that wave is going to break and roll back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, what's coming? Next? I don't know. Let's talk about Hawkeye. Okay. Hawkeye. Hawkeye was great. Why was it better than all of the others? Um, uh, metaphor deliberately chosen, uh, apt metaphor. It hit the target that it was aiming at. Okay. So, say more about that. Huh? So, tell like more. Say more about that. What do you mean? So the stakes were were low. Uh, this was not, I think, intended to be uh, the daring artistic experiment that Wandavision wanted it to be. Right. This was not um, diet cinema in the way that Falcon Winter Soldier was. Tried to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is not like the sort of the wheel spinning that Loki right. was. Um, it is, this is a pretty tight plot. Mm -hmm. uh, something that does not need to enmesh itself that much mm -hmm. in the larger universe. Uh, we get, um, I think, a nice look at at this character, Hawkeye, that does, uh, it's just really great. What is it? What the fucking word that I'm looking for here? It really honors the character mm -hmm. and, and Renner's performance. Um, it, it's not like fan service. I don't mean it in that right. way. I mean, it, it, it really capitalizes right. on uh, what that actor and that character have earned right, right, <laughs> over right. like 10 years. Right. We also get introduction of uh, you know, you know like Haley Seinfeld was was just um, really fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, she's a new character that feels, as I say, it feels really really well thought out because lots of other writers have thought her out. Right. <laughs> but uh, it was done very very well and not in oh gosh what does this mean for something else or right. in what way does you know, the expansion of the MCU as a result of that series is like two characters right yeah Kate Bishop and Echo 
right. awesome. <laughs> you know, just fucking do that, man. Right. You know, it's all right. Yeah. I liked it because I it, it I cared about the characters and I cared about what yeah. happened to them. I mean, I love yeah. Hawkeye as like sort of secret family guy because right. I have a family. And so yeah. I'm, you know, like all the scenes where he's talking to his kids or he's talking to his wife are, yeah. you know, very humanizing. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the scene where he's at the at the monument and he's talking to Natasha. That was very touching. Oh, yeah. I teared you know, up. For yeah. That, that was, that was um, really great. You know, it's this person who's done all this hard shit and he's had mm. to pay the price for some of it. And he has to live with some other yeah. things that he's done. Yeah. Um, but he's also a dad and kind of trying to yeah. move forward um, in his life and with his family and whatever. And, and the Kate Bishop character, I thought, was pretty, pretty delightful. Um, she was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, uh, and, and, and written very, very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. So I enjoyed it mostly because, you know, I cared about the characters. And I think similar to what you said, it didn't try to be more than just a, a small story about these characters in this moment in time. Yeah. 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 It's great. All it's, right. Yeah. It's good we, stuff. We nailed it. Yeah. Uh, what else do we want to say? Uh, bu- 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 bum, ripping DVDs. Um, oh, we watched the first. Abandon. I fell asleep during it, but we watched the first episode of season six of The Expanse. That was yeah. At the same time that I'm reading uh, Leviathan Falls, Brian the, uh, has book, read book nine or all some shit. of The Expanse books at a rapid clip. Those books are great. Uh, yeah. they're they're loads of fun. Um, it's been a while, a long while, since I've read uh, some really good genre fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the shit that I read is nonfiction. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, apart from Star Trek novels, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't read a whole lot of uh, really good sci-fi. Um, yeah, I really, really yeah. enthusiastically read the first two, and then I checked out the third one, and I was reading them on Libby. Yeah. And then somehow, like, I just couldn't... I could see that. I needed a break. Yeah, like I couldn't yeah. pick up steam on it. Now it's laying on my nightstand with all the other books. Yeah, yeah. and and I um, I'm like I I took occasional breaks from, from yeah. between one and the other. But you've only I mean, how long has that taken you? Not even a year to read no, all those. No, less than a year. Uh, they read pretty quick. Yeah, but they're uh, huge. Yeah, they are huge, yourself. but you know they read pretty quick. I, well, yeah. I am proud of myself. <laughs> I, 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 I'm reading. It's an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were in the third grade, I mean, I'd have like a, a uh, an eight by ten memo uh, mimeographed paper with like you know twelve gold stars on it or something. <laughs> I'd, I'd be really great. And yeah, yeah. All right, that's all I have. We have to watch the Eternals. That's the other. I'm looking forward to that yeah. now. It's funny. I, I glanced at Rotten Tomatoes, and, and according to Rotten Tomatoes, The Eternals is like like not a good movie. Yeah, I have. I still want to see anything it. about it. I want to see it too. I, I definitely, and I'm probably going to wait and see how I feel about it. But um, I, I'm stoked for Camille uh, Camille yeah. Nanjiani. Uh, I'm probably the odds are decent that I will like it. Here's why. Mm. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, according to Rotten Tomatoes, The Eternals is like the weakest of the MCU movies, and it's not even fresh. Mm. All the others are fresh. So I, I can't what the the fresh certification is. I like it's sixty percent. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, it's certified I mean, fresh, uh, or it is a rotten tomato. Yeah, no, I don't know. I've the never, tomatoes are I've either fresh looked, or rotten. No, okay. That's where the name of the website comes gotcha. from. I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. All right, well, now you do. Um, is it big brained? Is it is it dope? <laughs> Sorry. It's dope, it's fresh, dancing yeah. ability. Uh, but, like, the one above the Eternals is Thor Dark World. And I'm still baffled as to why, why people, people don't, like don't are not apeshit for that movie. I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. I think that movie's great. 
that movie I would watch Thor Dark World right now whereas <laughs> Black Widow I'd think yeah, something like that yeah. um, what's the other one that I didn't care for um, Captain Marvel didn't do loads mm-hmm. for me didn't like either. Mm-hmm. Thor Dark World was terrific. Mm. Did it wrestle with big themes? <laughs> no. <laughs> was was the villain just uh, you know the the big bad there solely to serve the needs of the plot? Yes. <laughs> Did the villain have any depth? No. It looked really, really cool. I don't remember even who the villain was in that. Exactly. Uh, Chris Eccleston played the oh, villain. Right, yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you can barely recognize him under yeah. all that shit. But yeah. uh, no, it was just a rollicking good time. It, uh, it, uh, um, buckles got swashed. There was some swashbuckling. I wonder yeah. if there was anything in... Loads of scenes in London, too. Yeah, there were. I wonder yeah. if there was anything in the Eternals that was meant to sort of be a setup for, for Spider-Man, like anything that... Oh, who cares? Yeah, I mean, I, don't I, really I, care. I, I, I was, sorry, I didn't I mean feel like I know that. enough about the MCU to know yeah. who Matt Murdock was, so I don't yeah. need to, you know. Last thing we need to conclude with is, or last thing that I want to conclude yes. with is, uh, I got the book All the Marvels. Oh yeah, over yeah, break, yeah. and you need to read yeah. like chapter two or three because yeah. it, one of the things that they emphasize is if if you want to like start at the beginning and work it yourself, work all the way through, forget it. It's a fool's <laughs> errand. Also that. If you need to know all of the connections, forget it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and, and like, it, you need to get comfortable with not knowing who characters are, mm-hmm. even though everybody else and a lot of the readership knows. <laughs> Just like get comfortable with that. Yeah. Uh, period. And, and that's, I read that and it really resonated mm-hmm. with me yeah, because, you yeah, yeah. I'm excited to read that. Yeah. Yep. I might okay. not read the whole thing, but flip through it. Yep. Read that chapter. Because yep. t- basically it, it starts off in like, it's like chapter two or three saying, like, here's something you need to know before we talk about right, all, all of this shit. Stuff, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And here's kind of how to approach reading that, yeah. vast swaths of, of, of comics generally, but, you know, in this case, Marvel specifically. Did he actually succeed in reading all the Marvel um, stuff? I, I'm going to assume so. Yeah. Uh, but the book isn't like... You know, day one, I <laughs> start reading. Uh, he he says like like Hey, I've read all this shit, and here is kind of what I took away. Some from broad it. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. All right. That's all we've got. Go see Spider Man. Go see Spider Man uh, and yeah, watch um, Hawkeye. Yeah, watch Hawkeye. And we have no other advice other than yeah. read the Expanse. Yeah, read the Expanse. And if you if you don't read this issue of the X Men, that's okay. While you're doing all that other stuff. It doesn't take that long it's, to read this. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's, that's it's true. like, you know, it's a comic book. Yeah. I mean, come on. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Read this issue. All right. Till then, okay. bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa. 